What's up, everybody? I'm JJ John J. Stramski. And I'm Jason Goff. And if you haven't heard, The Ringer has gone local. I'm bringing the fire. I'm bringing the rain from the Big Apple with my show, New York, New York. And I'm repping Chi-Town with my new show, The Full Go on All Things Chicago. We've got episodes three nights a week with all the reaction to the local teams and guests. Plus bonus episodes around all the big games and storylines. So whether you're uptown, downtown, in the burbs, or a transplant. Make sure you follow New York, New York, and The Full Go on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. All right, it is uh oh my December 2nd. Jesse just brought something. <laughs> First of all, I just got off the phone. There's actually some massive hobby breaking news to, that Jesse hasn't even seen yet. We're gonna lead with that, Jay. That's gonna be big picture today. More importantly, Jesse <laughs> has it's a it's the optics. But he just leaned back. Of course, he's the tank top sports boy. Ronick, we'll make sure we get this in a clip. No. For some reason, it looks as though Jesse has the bust of a, <laughs> what do you, I don't even know, like an, like an elephant of some kind. Of it a, is a busty. It is wider than the screen. It's very, it's the fisheye. It's a fisheye lens. Please That's move a big on fish. from this topic. <laughs> That's a big fish. It's the worst thing ever. Listen, I I'm just tank- re- I just I'm record. I'm tanking, oh, boy. Oh, we're, we're tanking already. Oh, yeah, God. No arguments there. I I, saw, I said to myself, what are you wearing for the show today? I said, where's your next tank top? I only have two. And I wore this one. And it was a badge. Lateral lines. You don't go horizontal lines yeah, on a man my good. size. Um, hey, guys. Guys. I hate to interrupt the show banter, but uh, we have a guest. Do we have news to break? What is this? Dear... Sweet heavens. I've been begging the guy for two months to come on the show. I actually um, have important news to break, and he shows up. Show him your bust when he gets on here, Jesse. This is the worst day for Bill to come on. This can't be happening. Bill, can you see? What is happening right now? Here's the deal. When you envisioned the ringer, did you ever, <laughs> did you ever envision that? So did that bad. ever come into your play? Why is he wearing that? Um, it's hard to all say. All of my previous shirts were Dell shirts, Mr. Simmons. And now that I'm on the uh, official Ringer staff and not Dell, I only have tank tops and I I have no excuses. I'm sorry, What a sir. day for Bill to come to the show. And Mike, what, what's going on with your hair? You're growing it out? <laughs> what's happening Blowing there? it out, buddy. Living the dream. Blowing it out? Big time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Blow drying it? Sure. Yep. Oh, it's been a good week. Uh, how are you, sir? <laughs> Um, I came on to tell you, I think you guys know, but maybe you don't, but we, we've renewed the show for a season two. What? Whoa. Jesse, lose the shirt. Get rid of that tank top. Is this official? No, don't take your shirt off. Please don't take your shirt off. Never mind. I'm putting it back. I'm putting it back. We're coming back for round two. I think we're already in year two, but I had them because uh, I was supposed to come on like a week and a half ago to tell you, but you had some guests and Ronick big time me. He he told me he does that. All. He's smart. Yeah, but he he's like, no, that. no, they have that. They have some fanatics guy. He's more important than you. So I was like, all right, I'll I'm come not going to lie time. to you. The Luber thing was pretty big. You're always it? you're yeah, always right. top of the scale, but that is probably the most response we've got from an episode. That's fine. Um, I, I backed off. I, I, I do what's best for the pod. I'm not about ego. So we're signing off for another. This is actually uh, this is pretty big. I was I, I'll be honest with you. We were on the fence. I thought you know, Ringer's got a lot of new shows. They got a bunch of things going on. I could Not see me. them. I could see them saying, "Hey, it was a fun year." Well, we me. had a good. We had a good year one. I thought so too. I'm pumped. Yeah. I mean, obviously, way too much banner at the top. Way too much. Don't you guys don't listen to notes. You'll listen to a note for one episode and then ignore it and just go back to where you started. It's accurate, um, but that's fine. I, I just I kind of let it go at this point. I don't know what to say. You can only do so much. <laughs> Same thing as when you're a parent. You can only try to guide your kids. You can you can teach them. You can protect them. But ultimately, there's a point where you have to kind of send them off. You send them off to school and you just cross your fingers and you hope it's okay. And that's kind of what's happened with this pod. You've I've let you know, us like off. too much banner at the top. You're like, okay, cool. We hear you. We're still going to have banner at the <laughs> More top. More banter at the top. More banner at the top. <laughs> I was um, actually going to bring this up on today's show. If sports cards nonsense is our baby, am I the mom and Mike's the child? With that, <laughs> or bust, Mike's the with dad? that bust, you're the mom, is, pal. With that shirt, yeah. Am I, am um, I the mom? All right. Well, there you go. This is yeah. very exciting. Is this the first time you've announced live? Like, you, Is this the first time you've gone on a podcast to do this? Do you do this for everybody? It's the first time I've had to. I've never had hosts like just openly wonder and worry <laughs> on their actual shows about it. Just to be this transparent. 
Wow. So you're <laughs> commending us for the transparency, not no, a fan I, of the No, I was more worried about the transparency. Oh, okay. Um, we try to be I, transparent. I have some basketball thoughts. Hit them, because then go. we have then we actually have huge breaking news in the card world. So we want What's the basketball. What's the breaking news? Can I be here for the breaking news? What you is can it? can be. I just got off the phone. PSA, Jesse hasn't heard this yet either. PSA just bought Card Ladder. Total buyout. What? Again, this is not a sports super themed thing, but Card Ladder is already the best... They are already the best team for tracking prices, collections. It's just the most accurate. And now they have the biggest bankroll in the in the hobby behind them. Holy This is actually cow. massive news. We're going to get one of them on next week because this is actually a big thing. And the nice thing is going to be a lot of other companies are going to get smashed by this, which I like. Just to confirm, this is like already in the news media. Like Chris didn't like reach out and PSA tweeted about it. I just called Christina. Just got off the phone. Mike's, Mike's spitefulness toward places he doesn't like is one of I the am. best things about this podcast. <laughs> He's very, you're very Italian. I, as a 50% Italian, I appreciate it. See? And immediately my thought was, I'm super happy for Chris, Christine, and Josh, and I'm super excited to dance on graves in the upcoming weeks. Oh I'm going to just give 30 more seconds and I'm done because then we want Simmons notes. Uh, so they're sold in its entirety. The entire team is staying on. There's going to be a live crossover on Instagram Live with Nat Turner tonight at 9. Uh... It's literally the same exact service. We are still the only affiliate sports cards nonsense because Bill Simmons has blessed us with his blessing. Uh, you can still get the discount code on our website. Everything stays the same. They're going to have a huge team. There's going to be more cards. So there you go. Wow. Sports minute done. Couldn't couldn't PSA have spent that money on grading more cards or or no? We're still like an eighteen month wait. Uh, it's it's getting better. <laughs> At this I, point, I'll be honest with you. They're kind of on my. I, I like card ladders, so I'm going to excuse PSA. Okay. Otherwise, PSA is not really on my grade list, which is fine. At nah, this point, fine. though, I like you, PSA. If they grade any faster, you're going to we're we were going to talk about this a little bit uh, in mailbag. But if they graded any faster, you would see such a glut into the market. I feel like you'd see a, a little bit of a shock of prices just suddenly drop drastically if they were to flood uh, due to any more grading. Yeah, but on the flip side, there's nothing on eBay ever anymore. It's depressing. That is true. The There's secondary no, side there, has, you know, As you know, I searched for the vintage NBA. It's just, it's not just depleted. It's gone. Any so, big pickups we need to know about lately? Ooh. Yeah, so, um, oh, my pickups? Mm -hmm. Not really. I, I have a couple small things, but there, there's a couple auctions that are happening. I don't know if you know about the Sly Stallone auction this weekend. I'm kind of checking that one out. I Sly don't. Stallone's auctioning off a lot of his stuff on Julian's auctions. Right. I, I oh. shouldn't even promote this because I'm hoping nobody yeah. knows. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, his, I don't know if Sly's cleaning out his garage or if he's low on funds or he just is like hit this point where he just realized like, why do I have all this stuff? But there's a lot of stuff going like scripts, props from movies, like all kinds of Rocky memorabilia. Is he hurting for cash? I doubt it. it I think he's. Be. I think he's made an incredible amount of money. I mean, he has had a couple divorces. Divorces do deplete the funds. Huh, but, um, but yeah, so there's some stuff like that, but no, for, for the new product, when is, when do we care about basketball? Like what, what, what is the, the, the prisms haven't come out yet, right? It's Nothing, still two months. Just everything NFTs. is, everything is still last season and because of the production slowdown, there's everything is still LaMelo ball, Anthony Edwards, like can optic contenders, which is an awesome product came out yesterday. That's LaMelo's class. Not this one. There's no pro uniform from the 2021 class yet because well, so I'll say up. this. I talked about Edwards on my podcast on Tuesday with Waz. I, I've been enchanted by him all year. I think he's for real. And I actually think um, if you're if you're comparing him versus LaMelo, I would actually give a slight edge to Edwards for who's going to be a bigger asset the next 15 years. Is Minnesota going to win enough games to sustain his hobby? Yeah. That's my I actually only think, curiosity. I think they could be a top six playoff team this year. But more because of all the injuries in the, uh, in the West because Denver's lost. Denver's gotten crushed. The Clippers have been like smoke and mirrors. It's basically Paul George and a bunch of role guys. Because yeah, Kawhi's still months away, right? Yeah, the Kawhi might not even be back this year. Then you have, um, you know, Dallas is kind of secretly a mess and don't look very well coached. And Luca's a little out of shape. So I actually think Minnesota, there's a path for them to get into the top six. But the Edwards thing is real. And we pulled... Ben and I, we did in one of the packs we did, we pulled like a one out of 25. I think it was a National Treasures auto card really that's that we be were huge excited money. about when it happened now it's i i feel like that's probably like five tupled but in general he he his birthday was august 2000 uh 2001 so he turned 24 months ago 
He's oh, already he's built baby. like a grown ass 30 year old man. And he's starting to do stuff in games that's really different. Like athletically, I feel like they, there's a little Giannis LeBron kind of level of just, he's like a freak athlete on that level. So we'll see. I, you know, I think LaMelo's getting more hype, but to me, Edwards is right there. So I am curious because there's nothing to really tell our listeners like, hey, for 2021 stuff, this is what you want to look at. So we focused, actually we talked about last show. I like LaMelo. Maxi is the dude who's come out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I thought Maxi would be a cool contributing player with zero hobby value. He's quickly become the third most valuable guy in that class in terms of hobby. Like he's, people are just enchanted with that dude. Well, he's tailed off a tiny bit because I think he took people by surprise the first few weeks, but now that the league's starting to game plan for him and stuff and he can't really shoot threes yet. So I think that's hurt him a little, but you're right. I think for, for where it was before the season versus where it is now, he's probably past Halliburton. In value, he certainly has. Yeah, Yeah. but just, I also think as talent, I think Halliburton took a huge step back. I'm looking at the class. Yeah, Wiseman was the other guy who was hot at first, but the injury killed him. Although he's coming back, he's in the G League now. But I don't know how much he contributes on that team, especially if Clay comes back. I would have Cole Cole Anthony third over, uh, over, just because I've been, Cole Anthony's knocked my socks off this year. It's not just like that he's scoring more, like he rebounds. He's he's like at seven rebounds a game. He makes threes. He's really competitive. And um, I think he's actually a better player than Maxi is. So that those would probably be the four. The Patrick Williams getting hurt. Yeah. Really suck because that was going to be a playoff He was just getting traction team. too. The only yeah. thing that scares me about Cole Anthony for the hobby, I think he's good on court. I just wonder like when your team is going to win 12 games a season, like I, I don't know how bad it's going to hit your pricing. Because that Orlando Magic team is brutal. Right. But he's He's, he's played good. great, though. He can score. Yeah, at least like he's good and he's competitive. There's some guys that might be cross-off guys just quickly going through that class. Well, you're writing people off. We're all about negativity. Please have I, at it. I think Hayes on Detroit is a, is a cross-off. And it's a tough... KOC was big on him. Um, and I think he... I think he does have talent. But I just... I, even KOC admits it. Like... Um, we just haven't seen any of it. It seems like he's like a half step too slow. I haven't liked really anything I've seen from him. I think he's a, I, to me, he's a cross off. There's some other guys like a Kongwu got hurt again. I don't know from an injury standpoint, I liked him in the playoffs last year. And then Williams, Williams, I think is a good buy. Cause I actually think he's good and he's young. He just got hurt, but well, and for, why, and he's back in what a month or two for Chicago. I think it's later than that. I think I oh, think it really? might be okay. like it could be March, April. It might not be at all. Toppin really intrigues me because I do think the Knicks are a trade candidate, and I think Toppin's good. Um, but back to Maxi though, I do think that's the logical Dame lower trade, where it's like Simmons and Maxi and picks for Dame if Portland keeps going south. Portland's look bad this year, and they have the best package to put together now that Maxi's a real asset. So if you think of Maxi from that respect, like. What if this guy got traded yeah, to a team that, where he becomes the guy? That would be another one. So that would scare me, though. He becomes a guy, but that team is brutal. Yeah, yeah. But maybe. Dame, can you imagine Dame playing in Philly? Because the Dame market has cooled off because we see the same thing every year with Dame. He goes on these stretches where it's like unbelievable, averages 40 and 11. He wins a couple playoff games single-handedly. But at the end of the day, they don't win a big series. If he went well, to Philly, that's a right. scary team. Dame seems like he hasn't been right for about six months. Like even in the Olympics, he sucked. It's a shame that the 2021 stuff isn't out yet though, because I have some like hardcore opinions on some of these guys. First of all, I think this is like a phenomenal class, like phenomenal. I had this discussion um, yesterday with somebody and they said the it's same really thing. It's really high, really high end. Like Who you're are the stars though? That's what I need. Because oh, for the man. hobby's sake, like I just Mo- worry. Mobley. I, okay. Mobley is like, imagine, I, I don't think he's going to be as good as Duncan was because Duncan is probably the seventh best player of all time. You have him um, ahead of Kobe, by the way? Yeah, of course. Okay, that makes me um, happy because yeah, it never like, happens anymore. Uh, you know why? Because I like titles and I like I like winning consistency and, and Duncan won five titles where he was the best player on all five of the teams. When I said Kobe. I like Kobe on a previous show with you, you also made the reference, I like guys who win more than one MVP. <laughs> Right. I yeah, agree. And, one, and people do the thing where they're like, ah, oh, Kobe only won one MVP. It's like, all right, let's go through the seasons. Which, what was the other one he should have won? And nobody can come up with an answer. Um, 
All right, here are the guys. Mobley, I think, is generationally good. Okay. I think he could be a potential like KG level guy. Like I, th- really? I really do. I think he could be like the best player on a, multiple title teams. That's his okay. ceiling. What about Scotty Barnes? Scotty Barnes, yes. Um, you like Scotty? High on Scotty? High on Scotty? I'm not as high as some other people. That, like people were talking about how I saw a couple of people say like he's a possible like first team All NBA guy someday. I don't know if I see that, but. I think he's a possible multi-all-star. Like him. Cade, I like less than most, but a, a lot of people in my life are still like really bullish on Cade. It's amazing to me it how quite high as much. People, yeah, people are so high on him. I know he's only played a few games anyways because he was hurt to start, but like, I, I don't, and, and maybe he flips a switch. I just see him as like a borderline all-star type guy. The problem is there's so many good people at that position. That was why I thought Mobley should have gone first. You can get guards everywhere. You know, like, let's say... I don't know. Let's say uh, De'Aaron Fox is available, which he probably is because he hasn't played well this year. Like how many teams would actually want to trade for De'Aaron Fox? How many teams would want a max guy, a point guard? How many teams even need a point guard? So that was why I thought Moby should have gone first. Jalen Green, he's super raw, super young. Offensively, he seems like he has it, but too early to tell. And he's also on a bad team with bad habits, but I still like him. He really is the like guy, Giddy. by the way. Jalen Green, hobby-wise right now, is the number one guy still. Well, that's because people are morons. Yeah, Mobley, well, that, should, Mobley yeah. should be the number one guy, and it's not even close. Like, if you're buying Jalen Green over Mobley, you're, you're not watching basketball. You know what it is? It's the Instagram thing. Jalen Green came in as a Lamelo type Instagram star. That's, That's why idiotic, his prices though. from day one. Oh, I'm not. Trust me, I never underestimate stupidity. I agree with you. But yeah, he's been super hot. Really like Franz Wagner. I'm not alone in that opinion, and I think uh, I think he's way better than I think a lot of people thought. And Mitchell on the Kings is another one. Like he was awesome against the Clippers last night. At the very least, he's going to be like just an absolute bitch to play because of how good he is on defense. But the guy, Giddy is another one that I think has a chance to be really good. So there's, I just listed eight guys, but the guy who is the guy who I think the value will be low and is the guy I would go after is Kaminga, who I did not like going into the draft. But I think- Where, I don't even know who he plays for, right? Who drafted him? He's Golden State. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. They they kind of put... He's been so good for them, like in practices and stuff, that they've kind of like... They can't like resist throwing them out there sometimes. He's... What they weren't expecting, and maybe he just went to the perfect team. Like, it, it, there's like Kawhi, Paul George defensive possibilities with him on top of like how talented offensively is. But they've been throwing him out there and he's been like guarding real guys. And he's long and tough and really seems competitive, which I think was the big knock on him going to that team. So Kaminga, when are these cards coming out? I I have so many moves I want to make. That's what's tough. There's nothing pro uniform even scheduled as of right now. And we still have three or four massive releases. Flawless from last year hasn't come out yet, which is going to have a couple six-figure logo men cards. That's and a me- bummer. The that's other what one I, mean. I like it's is brutal. I like Shangun on uh on Houston, the center who I think near this, like probably the last 30 games of the year is going to start putting up stats and people are like, oh, where'd this guy come from? Just like a really good offensive center. So then the timing's interesting. Yeah, when do these products start dropping and what are these kids doing then? So Kamingo, we might be okay because I'm not sure he's ever going to really get playing time this year, but I think it's going to be one of those things where eventually they're not going to be able to keep him on the court. Mobley, Cleveland's going to be a playoff team and and the Mobley thing will flip and he will, he will pass Jalen Green. I don't... I still don't totally see the Cade thing. I know he's good, but I don't see a path for him to be like a multi-time All-NBA guy, which I think is what you need if you're spending real money on a rookie card. Yeah, that's what scares me about him. Like, yes, and the comparison was made somewhat to the Zion market when he came out. Market in terms of team he went to. Zion went to the Pelicans. Who cares? Cade went to Detroit. I I get that. But like Zion and Ja were stars day one. Like it didn't matter that they went to small market teams. They were just stars. There has not been that with Cade. So I do wonder once, but there's also nothing really to gauge it on. We've got college product out, which is such a weird, you know, some guys are just chasing their alma maters and college guys, but then they come out in pro uniforms and no one cares and vice versa. Then pro uniform stuff comes out and we see the market. There's nothing to base it on. We've talked less about basketball in the last month for that reason. There's just nothing like Curry's unbelievable. And he's like doing stuff, by the way. Curry's like, that's like a, that's becoming like a Brady situation where even though the prices were too high. You now probably look still like should have gone in. Yeah, now it looks like, oh shit, this guy's one of the top 15 guys of all time and he's potentially going to win another MVP and they might win the title again in 
why did I sit this out? Okay, here was my thesis the other day. That's not the right word. I don't know what a thesis is. If he wins MVP this year and He's goes- He's not going to. Really? You don't think so? I think Giannis is going to win again. Giannis is the best player in the league. I'm, buy, I don't, I'm, I'm buying all Giannis. I'm, I, I think Giannis cheap. is actually undervalued. Oh, he's Giannis, super cheap. Giannis is the best player in the league. KD is second, and Curry and Jokic are like 3A, 3B. But Giannis is unbelievable. He's There's nobody like him. And for some reason, nobody wants to admit it. I, I think part of it is he doesn't have that PR machine behind him that just is like floating stories and... He just doesn't care. He's just out there like kicking everybody's butt. You see how he was holding up basketball cards the other day. He's like, if this doesn't work out, here's my retirement. He started flipping through some cards he was holding. That dude's got a collection that is supposed to be, un like he has a bunch of his own one-on-ones and stuff. I have Although a topic for Jesse. Okay, oh my good. God, am I still Jesse's here? been sitting here. He wasn't. <laughs> hey, real quick, Bill. Let me, let me ask you one last question. I'm just trying to get, run, run a play for Jesse. One I last question it. and I'm out of the way. If Curry goes MVP in Western Conference Finals, I'm not giving him a ring. Can we finally put him above KD all time? No. Really? Ugh. Now, Katie, Katie's about to pass Kobe for me. I have Kobe 9 and, and Durant 10. And if, if Katie gets to another Eastern Finals and he beats whoever and makes the finals again, I think he has to pass Even Kobe though he's the most, has the most spineless move of all time, joining the, the Warriors, he's you're the, okay. He's with. the best scoring forward who ever lived. Oh, boy. That's all just right. the reality of it. Just nobody, nobody has scored 30 points plus. Night after night, like he, there's nobody like him. All right, here's T my Jesse to, yeah, thing. Yeah, talk to Jesse. I don't, after that, I'm good. <laughs> oh, hey, Bill, we, how are you? Well, <laughs> we got to get Mike to sell his ions. Uh, I can't now. Yeah, that's the only thing is like, if we sell now, we're kind of at the bottom. Uh, you think, don't think I there's think any hope like, for him though? I think it's a sell. Really? Even though it's gone down, I think it's like. Cut losses, you're done. I don't know. I think, I you, just, I think you've already lost and it's not coming back. It just seems like all that, like he, he's gotten so much notoriety for the weight gain and for everything else, the injuries. It seems like some of that's got to hit home and like, okay, time for a major change. Maybe he comes back and it's like, you know, game time. I'm getting back serious because I have all this pressure from outside sources on me. I, but you uh, disagree. That's, that's the most happening. optimistic thing I've ever heard from a guy wearing a weird tank top. <laughs> um, we I don't usually like, say a lot. I, I like Bill a lot position. better before the last three minutes. I'm going to tell you that. He crapped on my Curry take. He's cutting losses on no, Zion. Not, not crapping on the Curry take because he might win the MVP and that team might win 65 games. I just think Giannis is the best player in the league. And at some point, Milwaukee's won, I think, eight already. They, they might roll off like 20 in a row here for all we know. Are you going to be um, curious about the Zion thing, though? Seriously. It, it, you just think it's, it's bad. Of, is it a weight thing, an injury thing, combination Do you of know things we don't? I, he can't stay in the court yeah. and he can't stay in shape. Yeah. The in-shape thing scares me even more than the injury stuff, to be it's honest. It's really upsetting. It's really concerning. And and he's had some he's had some rough below the waist injuries now, right? He's had this Jones fracture, which which those never is heal anyways. Tough one. KD he basically got shut down for an entire season because of that. He's had knee stuff. Um, just the way he plays with all the people who are online, like the amateur the amateur medicine people who were like, oh, the way he runs, he's going to keep having problems and things like that. Um, but I didn't, if his cards have dipped too low, maybe it's, oh, they're at low. this point, maybe you, maybe it's worth keeping. But if there's optimism out there, I would sell. So my four, I, I spent right at 43,000. Uh, when was that show, Jesse? Like a month? Like, oh no, it was before the season. So two months ago, I was like, you know what? He's going to miss a little time, but that's okay. Then mm. I got a call from Vernon. He had some sources as well and said it's crap. And I was like, this is not good. I would I would have recommended against that. I bought low though at the time. The 43 yeah, is worth about 29 right now. Not oof. even. Probably a little less than that. His uh, prism card actually just spiked yesterday. So uh, as of the 30th, it was 262. This is a, his uh, prism PSA 10 and it just went up to 300. So maybe now if, if you are on the side of Bill and he's not coming back, then this is probably going to be. Can a we retape like a two minute pump and dump real fast so I can get out from <laughs> under the Zion stuff? Well, if it's already down, you're probably worth it's probably worth holding on, hoping he looks good for two weeks. I just need a flash. Sell. That's all I, I need. A I flash a from Fatty. By the way, I have a lot of concerns with Ja too for different reasons. Earmuffs, Chris Vernon. I just think he's so fearless with the way he plays. It really sca he scares me the way he plays. He's just injury has prone. No no regard for his own safety at any time. And I think those are the guys like Derek Rose was like that in the 
late 2000s, early 2010. That's and then the he comparison. finally got hurt. That's one that like, scares me. He's just completely fearless. So he's trying to dunk over everybody. He's trying to fly into people. So um, that stuff worries me. What what are the what's the Simmons market right now? Bill? The Bill Simmons? <laughs> no, the Ben, the ben Simmons. <laughs> oh, horrendous. Your son? Also Honestly, good. I think at some point we got to start. I, I think at some point he becomes a buy. Is he going to play this year? If you had to bet right now, is he playing this year or no? I think it might be a buy right now. He's smirking. How, how low audience, is it? Audience, he's, he's smirking. I'm telling no, you. Right? So, I, he knows something. Because I think he's going to get traded in the next two months. I think he, he does have value. And he was one of the 18 best guys in the league. He was the best defensive player in the league last year. Like he's, I think he's, he's not a write-off. He just hit a no. six-month low as of uh, the 26. He was about 112 for his uh, Prism PSA 10. But he just spiked his as prisms, of yesterday. His Prism's 112? That's not it was as of as of a week ago. It was one twelve. As of yesterday, it spiked back up to one seventy eight. Yeah, but those were four five hundred dollars at one point. What that's are the, What about the silvers? The silvers of that car. That's going to be huge because that's twenty sixteen. There was oh, no production. Those have really dropped off. So the last sale, there's it's a low pop for a PSA ten. Um, only one hundred thirty six of them, but it's down to six eighty seven. Those were at. And that's that's still too much. Back in June, they were fourteen hundred. But here's the thing: the best the best guy to buy right now, other than Giannis, who's probably high, but I still feel like he's not high enough. Is is Jokic? Jokic is unbelievable. Jokic's team is getting destroyed. He he has that Murray all year. He's gonna lose Porter Jr. I hope you sold your Porter Juniors because oh, that's we, a that was one of the only one of the only right moves we've made so far. Yeah, that back. Ugh. But Jokic has this ability to, it doesn't really even matter who's on his team. He still puts up crazy stats and the team wins. And at some point, people are going to realize like this is a generationally great guy. When can we do Ben Simmons for Kyrie? That's what I want to see. Happen. That's my made-up fantasy world trade that I think makes my KD collection go nuts. Ben that Simmons on the really Nets. That would be really fun. That Kyrie, I hope, I hope you don't have any of those. I bought some Kyrie Prism because they're so low. I was like, I, I can't say no. Those were fifteen, eighteen hundred dollar cards. Jesse, look up Kyrie Prism while my dogs are going nuts downstairs. Like idiots. That, that, Jesse, don't don't look no, that up. Nobody don't. should buy Kyrie's. I don't know who Just to don't. listen to. Just don't. Don't don't good. listen to Mike. I'm overruling Mike. <laughs> That's fair. Yes, sir. Look up look up the Paul George from the same. I think it was the same year though, wasn't it? Or was that 2011? Paul George is yeah, 2011. Because Paul but George some, Paul George has a chance to be like second team All NBA again this year. Wait a minute, isn't Paul George in before that? I thought he was the 2011, but maybe that got nudged to the Donruss class. I don't even know. 2010 Donruss is what's shown. 2010. No, it's got it's it's two that he he's in one of the two good boxes, the 11 box or the 13 box. That I mean, one of the two loaded boxes with the with the prisms. Well, the the one that is being deemed as his rookie card is from the 2010 Donruss uh, box, but. What is that going for? So yeah, 2010, 2011. You're right. Yep. A PSA 10 of that card is going $500. The pop's got to be low though. It is. It's only 57. He doesn't have a Prism rookie. That's the thing. Prism didn't come out till 12. So he has right. Prism cards, but it's second year. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, he's but that's a good really play. Pop count on that this. second year stuff on a lot of those guys is a good play. I just watched some Wayne Gretzky super high second year stuff. Same thing. Second year stuff, I think, is always undervalued. I Brady have the too. Gretzky second year one, and it, it's just, basically like a rookie. Yeah, he's just standing in the white jersey, right? Yeah, it's a good one. That's finally picking up some steam. Because I think that was the Ray Bork year. Yeah, 79. Ray Bork. Yeah, 79. Yeah. Yep. Bill, I'm curious about your take, because this is the one player that we haven't talked about, is LeBron is had a huge drop in value. Do you foresee... Do you ever see that coming back? No, they're they're done. That team oh, is not. Mikey that team boy. is not a contender. <laughs> they're just not. And they have no outs. They can't trade Westbrook. This isn't so, good. How many more years do you think LeBron has? It's almost like Bill has a list of the guys. I'm super. Okay, <laughs> here you go spot. though. Hold his heavying spot is MJ. How do you feel about Michael Jordan historically? <laughs> oh, Jordan. Well, you know my theory on the Jordan stuff. I I. He feel like there's 86. so much 86 flair out there. I think I think somebody has this warehouse and they just keep putting it out in the market. And it's like counterfeit money almost. So I finally went out and got the 86 as a BGS 9.5 with 9.5 centering. I think we I, I think I bought it at the bottom of the new market. So I'm okay with that one. Everything else is just Brady, Bill, Russell, and Bird. I'm very boring these days. Well, what about our hero Mac Jones? 
Oh my God. I have some funny Mac Jones stories. All on me losing money because I sold too early. Making money, losing money. First what of is, all. Is his prism out yet? No, Prism hasn't no. dropped this year yet. But his Don Russ card, we talked about this last episode. Don Russ, just cheap crap brand. There's 34 PSA 10s because people haven't gotten them back yet. That's the yeah. only reason right. they're hitting $3,000. Dude, oh my God. People, have list, people listened from our last episode, though. Their Good. last On our last episode, it had just sold for 3,000. Uh-huh. Now, last, uh, it sold on Tuesday for 2200 and then it sold yesterday for 1300 Good. So he's it's the dumbest dropping. thing of all time. Yeah. But his other stuff is going nuts. And you know what's funny about Mac Jones? The NFT thing has gotten huge with Panini, the NFT packs. I've actually been buying them. I flipped a Mac Jones in like a week. for four. I bought it for 100 flipped it for 400 Now it's $1,500. Mac Jones is not only cards, even the digital stuff. Mac Jones is fire. He's outselling yeah. Lawrence by a huge amount. Every Everybody, not even close. Jesse, you know who the first guy to believe in Mac Jones was? Was it you, Bill? It was Bill Belichick. You know who the oh. second guy was? Bill was this guy. The second best Bill? This guy right here with two thumbs. <laughs> hey, he comes that, on here with, that's comes a on here with good news, then just a lot of gloating. <laughs> Did Mike come on before the season and predict a Pats Bucks Super Bowl for seven minutes? Mike was very wish-washy on Mac, I feel like. There were days where he was I high on Mac. I think you were, too. Then... I totally agree. <laughs> you talking me, Mike? Yeah, yeah you. Yeah, I, you, I was, I was high on Cam. I thought Cam was going to get the starting job, and I thought oh, the my offense... God. But you got to admit, the offense was revamped around his strong suits, which is he can't throw. Perfect. Two great tight ends. Jesse, should we cut some of the old podcasts out of the archives from Hey, Ron, can you go ahead and cut that? Can we do that? No, when Mike was... (laughs) Mike was praising Cam Newton over Mac Jones. We can probably just delete those from the archives. How how do we just like in the middle of this podcast, just cut a clip of Mike saying how great Cam was and Mac would never succeed. Cam Newton. He comes back. He's dominating (laughs) We can do the Uber Eats where it's like dubbed in. I think Mac Jones (laughs) should be the quarterback. Um, Uh, From last year's class, though, I think Jefferson is still undervalued by everybody. I think Jefferson, I've actually bet on the Vikings a few times, so I've watched a lot of them. He's always open. He's unbelievable. Kirk I think Cousins, he's the by most the way. Devi- Have you seen his numbers? It's crazy. He's like the Jim Everett of this generation. No, less mullet, but unbelievable. I mean, he <laughs> like ridiculous how yeah. and Justin Jefferson is discriminated against because of his position. No question. If he was not a wide receiver and that good, although he is far out selling it. I'm trying to think like last year, Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, uh, Claypool well, for a while. C.D. was higher than Jefferson, though. He was. Jefferson is now. Because of the Cowboys thing. Jefferson should be the highest guy. Yeah. And then Joe Burrow and Herbert stuff is untouchable. Like those two. And Burrow is finally creeping back to his level. Not to mention my guy Tua playing this will be This will be a big week for Burrow versus Herbert in the rookie card race. Oh, are they playing each other this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I was so focused on Mac going into Buffalo and dominating the Bills by Mac Jones. I was so excited about that game. I haven't paid attention to the well, rest. Well, the, the irony of that game he's the reason they wouldn't win this game because they're Max? better than the Bills. Yeah. If he, if he looks like a rookie QB on a Monday night and he just finally has that, oh, I forgot, Mac Jones is a rookie and this is a really big spot. And like he made a, a couple Saints dumb game, plays. Saints yeah, like game, the 2.0. Saints game. Now, you could say he got that game out of the way in the Saints game, but this other is a than big that, game, but this is a big game. They're better than the Bills. They're tougher. They're more balanced. They're just a better team. And the Bills lost White last week, who is their best guy on defense. They should yeah. beat the Bills, but Mac could suck. Like, who knows? It's a rookie. Brady, even as a rookie, had, or not as a rookie, as a first-year starter. He had a couple couple stinkers that year. He had year. a couple this year, too. Tom, man, as hot as he started, I was like, this is ridiculous. Lock for, although I still think he might win the MVP. He's right he in the discussion. Everybody I knows that, this. I have the Pats at 30-1 to one to win the AFC. I have... Brady to win the MVP at five to one. He's got to be close to the front runner, right? He's the front runner now. He's he is plus, okay. Plus two fifty. Yeah, because Derrick Henry, I thought was going to win it just because of how dominant he was, but now you know he's not coming back. So, but honestly, that's why you should never buy a running back card ever. Think of all the running like McCaffrey got hurt again. He's out for the season, isn't he? Yeah, he's done. Yeah, and McCaffrey's ever like, oh, McCaffrey's Dalvin incredible. Cook's done too. I think Dalvin isn't Cook Cook's out for done. the season. Yeah, yeah. So I get why people don't invest in non-quarterbacks. The the flip side and why it stinks is guys like Jefferson who are so good. It's like, yeah, but when he misses a game, it's over. It takes so much time to build up momentum. That's why. Jesse, what's Travis Kelsey's rookie at right now? Because oh, I boy. think that's a guy. He's still, I don't know. If, if you're, if you're buying here. like a Chiefs resurgence, 
Kelsey would have to be part of that. He's looked good the last couple of weeks. And if you look and at his cheap. stats, it's another like crazy stat year for him. And at some point, everybody's going to look at each other and go, wow, this guy's putting up the best stats of any tight end in the history of the league. His rookie card should be worth more. See, Mahomes is who I went in on. People started crapping on Mahomes, which I thought, I started hearing it. people have That's figured smart. him out, which I think is ridiculous. They haven't figured out Mahomes. Yeah, he just, just had some dumb turnovers. Is, yeah, is Mahomes still low? Yeah, compared to his historic high, like the Super Bowl. Way oh, I'm low. in on Mahomes. I'm yeah, he's low from the start of the season. What's the Mahomes card? So I, I've got a 2018 his, Prism, like one so of those 27, refractors. Yeah, 2017 is his rookie year. The Prisms in 2017, there were no rookies. Everything was just, or no base. Everything was a silver. So uh, that silver PSA 10 is, is I, mean, I don't know how much below, but is well below 10 now, which it was way above. The optic, optic hollows, all that stuff's cheap. Everything is, is way low. I thought Mahomes started bouncing back. By the way, Travis Kelsey is 2013 Topps Chrome PSA 10. Uh, it's 500. pretty 146, bro. What's the pop on that? Uh, 200. 146 dollars. Oh this mm -hmm. is I'm a pump and buying, dump. Yeah, I'm buying that before we Monic, even finish this Monic, add the graphic. Buy. Bill's pump and dump. Travis, that's oh a great God. buy. 150 Do bucks. 2013 Topps Chrome. 150 I did bucks. some. I did some research on him a couple of weeks ago for a pod, and I ended up never kind of doing the doing the actual bit I wanted to do because we ran out of time. But like, it's basically him. It's Gronk. It's Tony Gonzalez. Tony. A little Shannon Sharp, but he's not even kind of on the same level as with the amount of years in a row of Was like, it Antonio in that discussion? No. Back into the discussion? No? Antonio Gates? No, he not at the same level. Really? There's only really like a couple guys ever who over huh. and over again had like 115 targets a year and, you know, 10 TDs, all that stuff. And Kelsey's, I think, only 32. He, I don't think he's had any major injuries, at least lately, but you think like he's with Mahomes. That Kelsey one, he actually does have another rookie, uh, the 2013 Prism PSA 10, that's selling a little bit more, but there's only 150 of them for yeah, two, second year Prism. That's for stuff. 250. Oh. Right. So you, want, so you want the Topps Chrome Kelsey rookie? See, I like Topps anyways, because old, old, old school, like even me, I prefer Topps stuff. Old school tops for football. You know what's dipped? You know what's dipped, Mike? The uh, the late '90s stuff for NBA. D uh, dipped is the nicest expression you've said. That is in the tank. Kobe stuff is brutal. All that stuff. All those rookies who we were like, hey, these are all top seventy-five guys. Super. I, I mean, think that's just Duncan's a matter of time, way down. Though. All those guys way. I down. I just think people are putting their money toward the new guys, but the two guys for me are Duncan and. I mean KG too, but that's like kind of an easier card to get. But the Duncan and the Duncan and Dirt cards, if you can get those those Chrome cards that aren't like haven't turned green, you know some of those Chrome yeah. cards. But Duncan's Topps Chrome is only like isn't uh, Jesse looked this up ninety seven Topps Chrome Tim Duncan PSA ten. I want to say that cards that it had gotten as high as two thousand, maybe yeah. less than a year ago. I think it's like five six hundred dollars now. No, and the pop count is under two thousand five hundred eleven dollars. That's what I'm saying. What's the oh pop? Eighteen hundred twenty twenty four hundred on the pop count. Still compared to twenty thousand Lucas, twenty thousand Zion's. I what's, like that what's play. Dirk? Oh, Dirk. So Dirk D would be Dirk 98. was ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Oh man, so I, I was loading up on those late nineties guys, and all the prices have gone down. But why have they gone down? I think I it just spiked. It, it just spiked too high, too quick. Honestly, well, I mean, and a lot of guys are upside down on these bigger cards. They don't want to sell out and lose money, and they don't have the money to put back into the market. And then overall, and grading economy, shut down. Can't yep. get your liquidity back out of that. I, Kobe's the guy who murdered me for that. He's the only guy I bought super heavy during that time because I was like, people are just going to keep talking him up, and it's going to go crazy. But that is how much by did you far. think the Dirk was worth? So, what card are you talking, Jesse? I mean, the, Dirk, the Dirk hit from? like thirty five hundred at one point. So uh, yeah, even higher than that, it went up to 45. It looks Isn't like, it you know, like last 18 year. right now, 15, yeah, 18. It's below two. Yeah. At this point, it's it's uh, 1600. What's the pop count there? Only 162. Yeah, that's that's what I'm getting. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's too low a for a base card. That's not the for refractor. Base. Nope. Base. That's insane. That's my new thing. We want to rip old wax. That's why I, I think a there's going to be a big resurgence in vintage, in vintage because there's going to be more people who see the exact same thing you guys are seeing, and they're gonna be like, "Why is this? Let me get him while he's cheap." You think That's it happens again? Slowly build it back up. Big I don't know. Spike. I don't know if it has as big of a spike as we did in like February, but definitely you're gonna see these prices come up. Well, I don't so see it go much lower. There's less PSA graded stuff lately, so you're kind of staring at the same stuff over again. 
I do think my theory on this stuff is I do think the NFT Top Shot stuff, some of that mo- money has moved there where when people are going nuts buying cards two years ago. Yeah. I think some of, like my son yesterday was badgering me to do Top Shot. He was like, dad, <laughs> some kid at school, $10 Top Shot. It's sold it for $300. We've got to get Top Shot packs. I'm like, I'm not doing that. You're never talking <laughs> me into it. I'm just not doing it. I know Jesse loves it. I'm in but, on it too now. I am. I hate to say it. I don't even like it, but I'm like, I, I respect the market now. So I'm like, okay, I'll do it. I mess with it. Well, and it's cool because like the prism, all the prism cards that guys are wanting to get, they're all going to come out here before they come out there. Oh. And there is, there is some, it's kind of fun. Like it, there's a real similarity in the, like the emotional response in my brain that I get from opening a pack to opening a digital pack. Hmm. And I don't know. And that's the I only place you can get 2021 rookies and pro uniforms right now because they already released prism. Which I think is a good move. They knew the physical card was going to be super late, so release it digitally first. It's not a bad. I have a, Jesse, I have a Jesse question. Sure, go for it, boss. Do I do an NFT of the original memo from 2007 that created Thirty for Thirty? Oh, one hundred percent. That I sent to my ESPN boss. The original memo. Unless you hate money, yes, <laughs> we're getting an NFT. Uh, we're hey, doing it. I don't know if we're talking about that. Yeah, we're not. But- we're maybe doing it. Uh, yeah. That, see, Bill, honestly, you laugh <laughs> about that. That would be if you did that and it was like a one of a kind thing. Do you have, I have a, physical- a memo? It lays out the title. It lays out the concept of the series, why we should do it. It's a whole it's a whole thing. I'm going to say that would sell for it. If you only did one, not like a whole. Everybody. Just, have I would just all. do one. I bet oh that goes gosh, 50, yeah. 50 to 100,000. <laughs> and if you put Seriously? in the physical, so if you did the physical, I'm not kidding you. If you did at, at the auction on OpenSea or open, wherever, whatever platform. Which we have NFT contacts if you need it. Not a big deal. Small commission. <laughs> if you did that in the actual memo, do you have the physical memo itself or is it just an email? Well, it's an email. Yeah. So, okay. So nothing so you, physical. You couldn't do it, but you could always just throw in some kind of like tchotchke of like, like if you Bill printed, signed this or like if you yeah. printed a copy, I'm not kidding. If signed printed, email, printed, printed out, a copy one of the one, email, signed email, autographed it and it went with the digital copy. I guarantee, I bet that goes for a hundred thousand dollars. Sell five of them. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so, so okay. five at 50K what about each. the original email we got with our ringer contract? Me yeah. and Jesse sign it, 50 bucks. Oh, the, the original Instagram direct message. Hey, this is actually Bill Simmons. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it was Chris, Chris right. and then Get Bill. your stuff right. Yeah. Okay. Revisionist history. We're signed <laughs> on for another year. I want to do the text message when Mike got upset that we were changing producers. He thought we didn't care about the show as much. And I was like, no, Ronick's good. I was not happy about that. Well, yeah, it turns Ronick out has done well. Good. You're fine. Ronick's, Ronick's got, the guy. Oh, He'll Ronick's do a great, great job. Mike was like, I don't know. I don't like this. Mike's just always suspicious. He, Change. Mike Mike carries himself like the like Lorraine Bracco and Goodfellas when De Niro's trying to send her toward the dresses. No, no, it's like. It's over Holly. there. It's just look, keep no, going. a little bit further. Keep and she going. like doesn't trust anything. I gotta go. That's my yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> it didn't work out well for her, as I recall. This is like a Can I give though. you one more uh one more card thing? I think Absolutely. this is a great time to buy cheaper PSA stuff if you're trying to fill out sets or get like, you know, later in their career Hall of Fame or stuff like that. Because you figure like any PSA grade now is worth 30 bucks, right? Yeah. yeah, and you and if you're work a set, well, in your point about a set, if you don't have it graded, you're not going to get it graded. Not with PSA, right? Right. So you have to buy it. Yeah, PSA nines have also tanked hard, which makes no sense to me because ten has become so elusive. I would have thought nine follows suit, like the trickle down effect. It has not happened. Honestly, to Bill's point, though, I've thought about that same thing. Just not even like a specific card of anything, but going out in any like any player that you've at least heard of going and buying his PSA nine or 10, if it's less than 30 bucks. Cause it's like, these are going less than the grade themselves there. I feel right. like there's gotta have some upside potential. Like I just, I just did. I just searched PSA 10 and eBay. That's all I searched. Last card sold was a Ben Simmons, uh, 2019, uh, optic fanatics card, PSA 10 for $25. Here's my I mean, favorite Bill Simmons text. We're going to NFT. Just when I think I've taught you something, you wait 15 minutes to get to the lead story. Really missed it. But that was a really good point, though. We did mess, we messed that one up. <laughs> it was a massive story. It was. It was like it was, somebody a Simmons, was out it was, for the year. It was a it trade was a or something. Thing. It was a Simmons has said he's not going to come back and play. Yep, that's fair. I enjoy these. I'm NFTing all of our text messages. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, do you have any thoughts on this baseball? Do you do you care? I'm curious. Do you, do you care about baseball at all? 
Yeah, I care about the Red Sox. I don't okay. really care about the sport. That's how I did I watch the World Series. I didn't um, watch a minute. I but I did watch the ALCS in a bar with my dad in Boston, and they got smoked by the Astros. That was fun. I watched more Red Sox this year than I have probably since the 2008 season. So okay. I'm not worried it's going to go away. I think they're it, this is all posturing. But that was um, our big picture story today: the impact on the strike on the hobby. I think it I has think no impact any. at all. I Correct. think everybody expects it to come back. Plus, and, prospects get to keep playing. If you're not on the 40-man roster, winter ball, spring ball, if anything, and Bowman Draft, which is a massive release, is coming out in three weeks, that stuff's going to be even more expensive because no one cares about the pros now. All drafts. When is my guy Marcelo coming out? Is that is that in that he, series? He will be in draft, yeah. So his first Bowman card and auto, unless for some reason he doesn't sign, which I can't imagine, It's I think it's the 29th of the month which is the latest that's ever come out, too. Even baseball is getting pushed back now because of Jesse, production. the Red Sox, they had the highest draft pick they'd ever had in like 25 years last year because of the stupid COVID season. It was 60 games. So they got the fourth pick in the draft. But and they got the guy, best, best kid in the draft. The no best question. player in the draft, for whatever reason, just fell to four. I think people thought he was expensive. He was a high school shortstop. This guy, Marcelo Mayer. And I was thinking like, like I turned 52 this year. This guy might be in my life until I'm like 76. Oh, that's a weird way to think about it. Because I was thinking like Mac Jones, I might be 70 and Mac Jones still might be my quarterback. Like I might have gone from Tom Brady at age 31 all the way to like 40 years of my life with two QBs, which is what you want. That's where you want to be. Well, don't forget Cam. How can we forget the magical 2020? Yeah, Cam was like, you know, that was like a blip. Um, but, but this that is interesting. This mayor would make up for them trading Mookie, which I still haven't gotten over, especially when you know you see they're going to buy the Penguins and all this stuff. And they're they like, also okay, traded. Cool. By the way, what is the deal last night? I didn't even see this till this morning. They traded Hunter Renfro for Jackie Bradley Jr. No, they it was they were was buying it a pro, they're buying a prospect. They're basically getting this prospect that the oh, Brewers okay. had that they wanted. That this kid who rakes. Do you, you don't uh, even know is Jesse, get the details in this trade now. Because now I'm curious his, who this kid is. I think his name is B- Banalas. Alex Banalas. I'm going to have to he find was, where his cards are then. Because I was like, why would you? Renfro I posted, had a great year. I posted, eh, Renfro's smoking mares. I was fine with it. I, when he came up in the playoffs, I never thought he was getting a hit. They got Alex Banalas and David Ham- Hamilton. Yeah, Alex Banalas. He's like the 15th. He was a third round pick from Louisville and he rakes. The Red Sox, the guy that the guy to get in the Red Sox other than Mayor is this Blaze Cassis, the first baseman. Oh, Tristan. Yep. His stuff's but Blaze Jordan is their hottest prospect in the card market. But but Tristan no, Cassis plays be. well. You know what it is? Blaze hits home runs. Like he has a wicked. So bat. does Cassis. See, it's like tape measures. He's a first baseman? Yeah. Why do I think he was a third base? So so Cassis is 2018. Blaze is 2020. Cassis was on the uh the uh, the Olympic team they had or with that national, I forget what, oh, that U15. what the world classics, whatever. And he was like one of the best guys in the team. I thought yeah, Bobby th- Dahlbeck was going to do that this year. Another prediction gone wrong. Since I've joined the ringer team here. No, Bobby D had an okay year. That he, is, yeah. he was fine. I thought he was going to hit 40 home runs. He was hot the last two months. He was. Then they, they kind of buried him in the playoffs, which sucked. Yeah, that's, but yeah, baseball, I'm with you. I mean, we got a lot of questions about that. Wait, I have lo- last question then I have to go. Um, so if we think the Pats are going to make the Super Bowl, which I really do, if they if they can stay healthy, I really think they have a great chance. Shouldn't Mac still be low? Like if you think Mac has a chance to be the a Super Bowl quarterback this year, wouldn't it make sense to go in on Mac with whatever product is out there before that happens? Well, it, it, go ahead, Jess. Well, I was just going to before you give the actual opinion. I just wanted to say what we talked about in the last episode was just that he's high, too high now to the point of. Sell now while he is this high because he's going to dip, but then get back in because he does have a lot of upside potential. Okay, that works. But yeah, if you're talking, he's going to go to the Super if he Bowl. Dips. He won't dip if he, dips. if he makes a Super Bowl run, which makes it tough. You just have to be careful. This is the only time in history where pop count means nothing for a player because that's why that Don Russ card is going to be 400 bucks in a month. And people are going right. to get smoked. But like his patch autographs that are out right now, I bought. we did a flawless break for myself the other day. Khalid, it's a college product, which I hate. But I pulled the Mac Jones encased patch auto to 25. I bought it from the guy. We split the box, which we still lost in the box. It was like three grand. But we got it allocated, whatever. I bought it because I thought, honestly, it's $800 now. That same card as Patrick Mahomes is 5000 It's probably come down. That's probably four grand. 
He's not Patrick Mahomes, but if they're winning consistently and people are hyped up, it's not a bad play. And I don't know who else, who's the lock in the AFC right now. That's the other thing. I think there's like five or six teams you could say if they made the Super Bowl, you, I wouldn't be shocked. If you, go to football, if you go to Football Outsiders, which is like really the first excellent advanced stat site, they have the Pats as the highest odds to make the Super Bowl of any team. Like based in the on AFC all their or metrics. any team, period? No, any team, period. They have the Pats won, Bucks too. Oh, and Seattle. Interesting. Really? They're the most well-rounded. Huh. But, it, you know, look, Matt could suck in this Buffalo game. And then we could all be like, ah, oh, what were we thinking? You can't win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. But if he's good in this game, if they beat the Bills and he's good, I think that that narrative will be like they're the team to beat. Plus, I, I wish there was Belichick rookie cards. It's yeah, unbelievable so he's got that, by him. He's got that weird pro set stuff. And he's got some autographs. It's funny, though. There's always been a little bit of a controversy with Belichick autograph cards because people don't know they are because he literally just writes his name. It's just like penmanship. It's not even cursive. So it was always really? like, there was like a weird thing going on with some of his stuff for a long time. So like, oh, this is just like a reprinted name. It's like, no, no, that's how the dude signs his autograph. He walks around in a hoodie all day. I mean, you know, <laughs> what does he know about cursive? How much longer is Belichick in, by the way, Bill? What do you think? Like, because oh, couple ten years. years. Yeah, he's, ten, he's ten years. Ooh. Yeah, that guy's guy's cruising along. Uh, if something I, happened to him tomorrow, though, do the Pats fall off or? Yeah, he's. Okay. hundred percent. So it's without him that Mac Jones doesn't really have a real future with the Pats. He's a 500 quarterback without Belichick this year. All right. Mike, settle down. He's Mac Jones has been <laughs> great. What are you talking about? If that team doesn't have Belichick right now, they're six and six. <sighs> they, he's so inclined to just disagree with me. Now he's thinking he's like, wait a minute. Mike made a good point. Geo, there's good a, point. There's a culture <laughs> that this team has that's very reminiscent of the uh, early 2000s teams. Because of Bill. That's what I mean. Mac's yeah. been great. They're losing at least two or three more games. Mac's really good, though. I mean, I, I, I'm i stunned by some of the stuff he's done. And he's also gotten the crap kicked out of him this season. He's taken yeah. like 25 was, oh, monster hits. That hit on the Saints, what was that, like week yeah. two, three, whatever? How about the Cowboys? Oh, the Cowboys. Excuse me, the Cowboys hit. That's yeah. the one I was like, he's done. If, if that's a 30-year-old quarterback, he is he is done. He's RG3. Yeah, um, shocking. Last thing, I spent some time with Ken Golden recently. Okay. And I was asking him, like, what is he like that he feels like people haven't totally come around on? And he had the same answer that I have, the boxes. The here's boxes my, from the he, 70s and 80s. Here's the only trouble with this. I don't disagree with it now. I struggle, though, because some people were saying this six months ago. As a matter of fact, we talked to you about this. Can we the clarify? Bird, what are the boxes? What are we talking about? Hobby, sealed hobby boxes. Oh, you just like, wax. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Wax. So like that bird box, I just about pulled the trigger and it was like 40,000, I think at one point, 35,000. Even that has come way down. That's good. So I, I actually, I'm starting to agree with you now. I think we're going to be doing some stuff on our social media with Ken, by the way, lately. You're a Ken his, guy. This is his, good. Uh, Keeping his, take, the family. his take, which was really smart, is that there's only so many of them out there, right? Some people are opening them. Other people just aren't opening them. And then when they buy them, they're just holding them. So at some point, the inventory is just going to be gone because Absolutely. they got open. It's like almost like thinking like wine. Like if there's a certain number of bottles from 1982 and somebody buys them, they'll either drink them or they stash them and they're just gone either way. And his thing with the boxes is like they only made so many and every year the number goes down. I, I guarantee you someone starts grading boxes. They've already graded well, the they grade packs. packs. And they grade Grading boxes. They they grade VHS case. GAI grades some of the boxes, but the 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 really? guy, the BBC guy, the baseball yep. card, that's the established guy that everybody yeah, he trusts. Wraps them. Yeah, he wraps them. He like vindicates. It still seems like it would be pretty easy to cheat a box, but he's apparently really good at trying to figure out what's real and what's not real. It adds a ton of value. That stuff, like crazy, because no one's buying that stuff without the wrap. It makes sense. Maybe we should buy a bird box now, Jesse. We got bird our new. We're, op we're opening our new office. We bought a place. We're going to make a studio. Let's put the box in there. Boom. Going to make roasted. a studio like to open packs and stuff. Yeah, Only we bought opening packs. We bought. Are a you going to call it the Bill Simmons Center? The Bill yeah. Simmons Studio? Are you naming <laughs> it after? We, we, we named it the, the BS Building. Is what we <laughs> call it. The BS Building. <laughs> yeah, we move in in like I hope like the, three weeks. The we big BS. It. The big BS. Big Where's BS. this going to be? Still in Nashville, right north of Nashville. So when you come to visit for the show, you have a nice building to come into. It's like brand new. I actually might come visit for two reasons, and neither of them include oh. you. Oh, um, cool. Okay. One is uh, my one of my wife's best friends live there, so my they've actually gone to Nashville, my family, without me to see okay. our friends there. 
That's fair. One. Two, they have a couple schools that are like a p- possibles for my daughter, 11th grade. Vandy, Belmont? Vandy and Belmont. Oh, yeah. college. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't know. About yeah, college. Know. So who well, knows? We could be there for a little from, college tour. If you do, you may hear, uh, I'm, I'm curious if you ever hear from the restaurant called Bourbon. It's like the nicest restaurant in the oh city. It's on the 35th floor of a hotel. <laughs> oh, I took my God. wife. This will be the last story. I took my wife there recently for our anniversary. Awesome place. Like the best yeah. place in town. Then on a hunch or on a whim, I should say, me and Jesse and our wives a couple, it was like three weeks ago, no, you can never get in. You need like a month's reservation. I was like, you know what, Jess? You dropped my name? You're darn right we did. I said, give him a call. Get, Just tell him you're the publicist and Bill Simmons is in Listen. town. I'm going to tell you right now, though, Bill, it almost worked. At first, oh. she was like, there's nothing open. Then Jesse's like, well, this is for Mr. Sit. I was like, okay, I was hang, like on. Uh, hang on. Immediately, we Bill, had a time open. How many up. did you need? It was just too <laughs> late. Four. They couldn't open up till nine o'clock, and we weren't staying out late. So, if you come to Nashville, it's we not actually your fault. got the table though. The That's fact what I mean. That we got the table. It just that wasn't got some staying power. Listen, the legacy. Aren't you of the glad pod, you signed us for another year? I'm telling <laughs> you, the legacy of this pod over everything else is one: Mike doesn't listen to notes. Yep. Two: yeah. Nobody <laughs> enjoys their random wedding anniversary more than Mike. I love I, my life. Honestly, it's like, oh, it's our 14th year together. Hang on, let me read the text. celebration. What's going to happen when it's like a 20th anniversary? Let me read what the like, Blowout. Go, go on Nobody in the history like of the world has ever been as excited as you about a 13th anniversary. Yeah, I said that I to Mike. Best husband ever, buddy. Right here. What a suck up. What a See, suck up it's indeed. people like Mike that make it, that ruin it for the rest of us normal husbands. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie lie why, why don't you care about... <laughs> my an- our anniversary as much as Mike does. Mike's yeah, hey. 13 years. He's acting like he finished a marathon. Hey, Miss Simmons, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you out here. Your husband's stubborn. <laughs> All he does is throw shade. What do you want me to do? I can't help Jesse, you. what's the 20th anniversary? Like Mike just, he quits for a year and just travels the world like <laughs> Forrest Gump with his wife. 20. We're out. We got a whole new business launching in January. We are out of work next year. Retired, done. Over. Oh my God. I, that, I've been texting you about this. I was going to get we, you on the, on the ground level. Should we level. not renew the, renew the podcast? Oh, no, or? we'll still do the podcast. This is going to be very passive, but this when, is it. This, is the, this is the work. golden ticket idea, and then we're done. Wait we'll do the podcast for fun. You didn't text me about the idea. And I don't you should get a text me about the idea. What do you mean I, don't get a response? You know what? I like being transparent here. I didn't know if it was time to breach that whole thing with you. Like, hey, Bill, thanks for giving us a huge opportunity with the ringer. By the way, we also want to pitch you a business thing. I wasn't comfortable with that. Well, I think I think you should do it. I think pitch I'm going to call you after the show. Then. Pitch him right you now should. on air. No, we, NDA, <laughs> we cannot do it right now. But before you pitch me the idea, let's have 15 minutes of meaningless banner before Absolutely. you get to it. That's the Just, only way we now do Now I don't know if he wants me to call him. Let's see, you're throwing <laughs> crap like that. Now I don't know what I'm supposed to do. We have to go. This is it. We're done. All right. We can Congrats, be done guys. with the show. Are we done? You too. Bill. Congrats, guys. Great Thank job. Thank you, Mr. Sutter. I'm going to call you now. I'm very Great excited. Job. Thanks for coming on. All right. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Goodbye. Bill. Well, nothing like throwing you off your rhythm than when the boss comes in. I tell oh, you, this goodness. was a big day. <laughs> I'm. This is exciting. I don't. I honestly don't know where to go from here. I. I'll, I've also been so quiet for so much of the show that yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like I should. No, no, no. I, and honestly, I feel like the audience is going to love it because they wanted to hear what Bill had to say. But also, it's like I, I want to hear what Bill has to say too. I'm like, me too. Yeah, a lot yeah. of it. Should, and and honestly, too. And he could tell the rookie stuff for the 2021 class. I know some of the big guys. But he starts throwing out. I'm like, I don't. You got me. Like, oh, Maxi. I'll go ahead and tell you. I spent five minutes trying to find out who that guy was. I don't know it. who it was. Tell me right now, who's Maxi? Maxie for the Phillies. He was Ma- a rookie last year. Give me a full year. name. Oh, is it Tyrese Maxie? Ronick will know. Ronick, what is Maxie's first yeah, name? It's Tyrese Maxie. Yeah. Tyrese Maxie. Ronick, by the way, doing a great job, bud. He is doing did a good you, job. Ronick, did you how know? How far ahead did you know? Yeah, did you know we were getting booked again or signed up again? Uh, I knew right before the Luber interview because he wanted to come on and announce the news. Oh, That's awesome. You should never have told us that, Ronick, because now we're going to know that you do know things and don't tell us. That's now okay. we're going to badger you about it. You know what? That's <laughs> great. I like the fact, and he's right, we don't always listen. And would the podcast probably be a little bit more successful at times, I'm sure, if we took counsel Possibly. Better. But I think it's cool he acknowledged the fact <laughs> we're, we're the most transparent. We talk about everything on here. That's my That's, goal. And no one can ever accuse us of being fake or reading from scripts. Because if am we I did, supposed we'd to probably call him? sound a lot better. Am I, am I supposed to call him about this thing? I think obviously this is a you're huge, supposed to call. I got to call. I think we need him. that. We've already talked about it too much on the air. But yeah, I think maybe. Okay, we're done. Yeah. But hey, year did you two, have, here we come, baby. Very excited. Did you have an NFT? I had a thing here. Big an NFT. picture. <laughs> Roddick, fire it up, baby. All right, go ahead and minutes. cut everything before this. And did we'll you start an, now. Did you have an NFT thing or not really? Is it, um, do you it was wait? just to point out that uh, if anyone is, you know, 
interested in NFTs, but they haven't been interested in the basketball spin. They have NFT Mosaic coming out, I believe, tomorrow. There's going to be some downtown inserts in there, too. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Football. 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 Yes, I'm sorry. NFL. Gotcha. On Panini Direct. Yes. So check it out. Um, I do want to hit a couple of these notes. I'll be very brief. But because the MLB was such a story. Yes. So. I've this got is whatever the, you need on that, by the way. Let me just hit these and be, I mean, yeah, like okay. I, I think yep, at this point, plus the time. Um, anybody not on a 40-man roster is not affected by the lockout. So prospects, guys from draft the past couple of years who have not signed, Adley Rauschman, Riley Green, Bobby Witt Jr., Dominguez, all those guys, this has no effect. And not to mention the fact that we're months away from work anyways. Will there actually be a work stoppage? Who knows? But then the question was, well, how does it affect, because we're not going to have time for mailbag. So how does it affect wax? That we got that a lot. How does this affect yeah. current guys? Mm-hmm. So current stars, if for some reason this stretched all the way until April 8th, which is the deadline for when the minor league begins, it could have a major impact if you're not seeing stars. The flip side of that, though, if you're not seeing the big leagues, ESPN apparently has some sort of a clause where they could um, play minor league games. Talk about massive. Like, what happens when Adley Rauschman hits a home run on ESPN in the minor leagues? Like, that could actually have huge upside. In terms of it affecting wax. I don't think it will. In the next two major releases, there's three big releases in December. In two weeks, we have Inception. Inception's an awesome product that is vet heavy. Is a Ronald Acuna patch auto worth less now than in a month? I, I just don't see it. I think it holds value. Bowman draft is the 29th. Again, draft. None of those guys are affected. Bowman's best is the 31st. Again, draft, prospect, heavy products. I don't think we see any immediate effect. We have a month until those things come out. If it's still no deal signed in a month, we'll talk. Honestly, my take is, and I could be off base, but I think if you're a collector, a a card holder, you're probably hoping for the strike to continue because I view this, now I could be wrong. As an opportunity to buy? I view this as a opportunity for card values to start going up because we have a position like we were, we saw last year, 2020, COVID seasons off guys want to be part of this baseball is now limited because there's no one They're They're not playing. They have the cards that are already out. Those cards go up in value just because you don't have more cards coming out in the next year. Oh, I think it's a on. bottom. There's no, con- so let me just say this though. This will not slow down product coming out next year. So it, it may eventually, but there's still going to be a lot of products slated for. Okay. So no, February, so product March. still comes out, but I think it still has a similar effect that we saw okay. where guys couldn't get in on the hot or they couldn't get their fix on their baseball uh, by watching the game. So everybody started trading more. I think that's it doesn't mean it's going to skyrocket or go crazy like it did last year. But I do think that prices go up from here if the lockout continues. Cool. Let's be done. I don't want to. It's hard to follow that up. Like, I want to hit those notes, oh, but I, I think we're good. Yeah. No, okay. I think. Um Year two, I'm not going to lie. I've been playing it very cool with you because I didn't want you to panic. Not that you do. I was You've just been like, nervous. You, you just tell. quit your job. I was like, dude, I don't want this guy to be thinking. Like, and we just bought a building. Yeah. I don't want you thinking. Um, I am very excited about that. That's pretty cool. How? So, what, what percentage we were getting picked up? What I was dead 50-50. 50-50 that low. Wow. I, I, I think I was more of like a 75-25. I, I was pretty optimistic just because, and I... I give a lot of credit to the fans, man. Like, there's so many yesterday. vocal people. What, oh. what was that? Okay, so Spotify does this every year where they oh. uh, will show you, if you are on Spotify, it'll show you what you listen to the most. Like, go back kind of like a year in review type of thing. And Top five, I think it gives you. We had a ton of people reaching out. And we Love didn't it. even po- we didn't post all of them because if no, we weren't number one, we're we didn't post it. Yeah. Um, but uh, we posted so many of you guys who showed us how many hours or minutes that you guys listened to us and that we were the number one podcast of everybody. Thank you guys. And I'm not going to lie. Seeing that boosted me up because I was probably closer to like a 60, 40, but after seeing how many of you guys reached out, I was like, this is just the ones who listen specifically on Spotify and have gone out of their way to reach out and send these. There has to be 10 times as many. I feel pretty confident. And plus I was, Every time someone would send one, I would like repost it and tag the ringer and Bill Simmons in them. So I was like, 
Yeah, just make sure they see this too. So, All right, that is your show. Again, we kind of blew through the MLB story today. The card ladder news is major. Card ladder getting picked up by That's PSA. Huge. You go to sportscardsnonsense.com. We still are, I confirmed this with them, the only affiliate link with a discount code. 15% the, people. And the major complaint has always been, oh, well, there's not enough cards. I have to enter them myself. That's going to PS, change. The PSA machine is now behind them, so that's going to change. So there you go. Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the, podca- brought to you by the podcast network. The <laughs> Ringer Podcast Network 2022 is going to be wicked awesome. Uh, powered by Spotify. Thank you to Jesse for the good year. Ronick hey, as well. Mike. You did great. Thank you to uh, Corey, too, who got us off the ground as a producer. Now Ronick's number one, though, just in case there was any doubt about that. But let's Ronick, be serious. Then Hang Corey. on. Mike, you I and I don't like to compliment oh, you at God. all. We You're wouldn't be here without you. Your words. We would not be here without you. I just want to say thank you for all the work you do on air and off. I could not be I wouldn't still be at Dell. I would still be doing things I don't enjoy doing. Instead, I get to hang out with you uh all week what and a it's joy. awesome. So well, play is now, boys. Remember? <laughs> is that a thing? Is the that from a thing? All right. There you go. Right. Have a good day. See you guys back next week, Monday and Thursday. Goodbye. Bye.